Don't let me hear you say life's taking you nowhere. Angel. Come get up, my baby. And overcast. Hello. Hello, William. How are you doing this evening? I am good this evening. <clears throat> I have a new sound setup that I'm excited about, and so I should be sounding even more buttery in your ear holes. Sweet. Mm. It's working. How are you? Yes, how are you this evening? I'm good. So this is like the fifth episode, and it's the fifth different arrangement of technology we've had to put this Great. together someday, someday it's going to coalesce it's going to settle down it's going <laughs> to work yeah. the same every it, time as it did the previous time i i don't i don't think so because what would a podcast be without hours of setup i don't know i mean you know i really don't know uh, it's never happened so I, <clears throat> I wouldn't know yes but it's uh it's going well um it is heading into January, um, and I, I, I have I have something that's rankling me. Hmm. You do. Yeah, and I'd like to discuss a rankle because you are a video guy, and I want to ask your opinion on this. Uh, yes. Um. What is up with all the jump cut videos? And by that I mean there's the what seems to be in style right now are people taking videos of themselves and there's a jump cut like every sentence. So they're like, hey, I'm just recording this video cut to let you know how to do this cool thing. Cut. And maybe we're going to do it together. Cut. And I'm going to show you over here. <laughs> like what? Can oh, people like not people, record like a YouTubers? sentence? Like YouTubers? Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they can. Uh, um, I, th I think that's just the... Um, it's combination... Not even two sentences? Right. It's a combination <laughs> of a style... And and um, efficiency. They just start rolling. They do their thing, and then if they flub a line, they just repeat it and they do quick cuts. And since it's a style, it it's they they may even do it when it's not necessary. <laughs> well, old man Cooper doesn't like it. No, I can tell you that right no, now. It, it certainly can be overdone, but uh, you know, every one or two sentences, it it. It just seems like a thing, but yeah, if yeah, they're like get... in the middle of a sentence and it cuts, it's and they cut. It's mm -hmm. just I'm, I get tired. I just get tired. Um, that's yeah. been my rankle, and uh, I just I've been uh, watching some YouTube videos. I'm playing some video games and watching some YouTube videos, and uh, so who who are your who are your guys on 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 YouTube? Youngsters? Oh, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't have any. Well, I guess they'd all be youngsters, <laughs> really, to you, right? They all, they're all youngsters. I, I don't watch the, 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 oh, I'm going to get his name wrong. What is his name? PewDiePie? Pew, PewDiePie. <laughs> What's his name? PewDiePie. Yes. Is that his name? That is. I don't watch him or anything. Okay. Yeah. Neither of my Norm, girls anymore. They've, they've told me they liked him and then they, now they don't like him. He's bad now. No, so. I watch PewDiePie. That's a little different. Uh -huh. <clears throat> but that's only for my, uh, you know my prostate issues but uh <laughs> um <laughs> i know i don't watch any of those guys i've been i've been i only check youtube when i'm stuck somewhere and i need someone some 20 year old to help me because they've beaten the game in two hours um <laughs> 
and they have cool names like, you know, the, I'm the Red Joker. And they <laughs> show you how to do stuff with huge amounts of cut edits or, or yeah, which I don't like. But anyways, that's what's rankling me tonight. It's uh, apropos of nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand. It, it's just, you know, kids these days. Yeah. You know. Yeah, indeed. There's a lot, uh, a lot I don't approve of and a lot of things that they have done wrong. Mm-hmm. But we never do anything wrong, do we? Never. Not never. yet. No. Let's, let's, let's I don't see. think we've... Let's start. Do you... Why? You think we've done something wrong? No, I think we could start, though. It looks like it's oh. fun, you know? <clears throat> oh, yeah, we could. If only there was someone around here that could tell us, you know, some of the things we did wrong. Do you think there might be somebody like that? Well, <clears throat> unless you have anything uh, more to... Uh, to mention at the top of the show, I uh, I'd like to introduce someone to the to the program. Okay. What's up with Bird? This is you've heard her voice all throughout the podcast. She's the most famous person on the podcast. The person who's getting all of the uh, listener mail. It's my wife. Say hi, Joe. Hi. Hey, Joe. How Same. you doing? I am doing great, thank you. How are you doing? Fabulous. It's really great to have you on for reals in real time. So we get to hear you every well, week for when we me. record, but uh, now we have you there right now. It's cool. Yeah. So what we thought we would do is um, Joe uh, serves many purposes for this podcast. She is the voice of our bumpers, as you've heard. Uh, mm-hmm. But she is also somebody who gives me uh, constant feedback on the shows. She's somebody that we've talked to about uh, our music choices and our logo and our graphics and stuff like that. She has a lot of ideas. She's sort of a an honorary producer. I would I would put her <laughs> I would put Joe in the executive producer category at the yeah, very least. I would. Uh, yeah, I would. I would probably do that too. That will mean I don't have to sleep on the couch. Hmm. Um, so yeah, but we thought maybe every once in a while we'd have Joe come on the show and give a little update on some of the things that she's heard and wanted to comment on as the sort of the voice of the viewers, if you will. Great. And also anything I, else? I didn't that... realize this was a video podcast. Um, it, it is. Why do you, why do you say that? Viewers? Oh, the viewers. <laughs> um, live real time <laughs> correction. Live real time correction. So let's write that one down. Get any more live than this, people? <clears throat> no, no. Um, well, they could be viewing us. They could be looking at the photo of us as mm-hmm. they are listening. Right? They pro- probably are. Yeah. I mean, that's how I listen to all my <laughs> you podcasts. Just, you just stare at the mm-hmm. at yeah. the logo mm-hmm. as you listen. And most of them are while I'm while I'm driving, and I just stare at my phone while I drive, really, mm-hmm. <laughs> to listen to <laughs> to to view my right. podcast. Yeah, well, there you go. See, mm-hmm. so safety first, right? <laughs> so they are they are viewers, but uh, yeah. So we thought, you know, whatever you want to talk about on mm-hmm. on past episodes and anything that was on your mind. So, uh, what do you have for us tonight? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Why, thank you. Um, we're being very polite right now. This is really not how things normally no, go down in no. this house. Um. Well, yeah, I'm I'm happy that you invited me on because um, inevitably I walk around 
listening to the podcast and sort of hearing story. Most of the stories that I hear you talk about are things that have happened in our lives together. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) for the most part, everything is sort of all up to scratch but occasionally there'll be some things where I'm like wait but you missed the best part of that story (laughs) or hmm I'm not sure that was totally how that went down or so on and so forth Mm -hmm. um and so you know it's um unlike all of the other podcasts I listen to this is actually one where I might possibly get a chance to have my say wait you listen to other podcasts I, I mean uh forget i said that okay i was gonna say sorry this is not an open relationship (laughs) (laughs) you listen to our podcast and if you if you're done and you want more podcasts just listen to it again Mm, mm -hmm. okay okay good i'm I'm glad i'm clear on my rules yeah okay um so the first thing that i wanted to talk about is charlie brown So this harkens back to the holiday episode Mm -hmm. and um, it's not, it's just a, it's just another opinion to throw into the mix. But um, I was really interested, Scott, to hear your kind of um, grown up take on like, my God, Charlie Brown is really kind of a bit of a downer. And I don't know if I really want to be spending my festive holiday times watching, uh, watching all of these kind of sad things happening. And um my and I totally understand where you're coming from, but I think that's kind of what I like about it. <laughs> so Charlie Brown was something that I used to watch as a kid okay. a little bit. That was I was going to really... ask if you had if the, if your exposure to it was recent. Mm-hmm. No, 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 it's from mm-hmm. right when I was pretty young and I think I mean I'm not sure, but I think it might have been like one of the first exposures that I had to American culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mm. know if um, our many, many thousands of listeners are able to pick up on the fact that I am have a slight accent. I've kind of... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of all over the place, so... Um, People quite often don't really know where I'm from, but um, I've only been in the States for about seven to eight years now. I grew up in the UK. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that Charlie Brown may have been the first time that I ever saw things like mailboxes and school buses and things that are kind of completely normal for you people. Mm -hmm. But... um, Anyway, um, so, and I don't honestly really probably remember very much from it other than Snoopy and Woodstock. So I think uh-huh. I'm willing to concede that those are probably the big, the big draws for, for the kid folk. But now kind of rewatching them as an adult, I, um, the thing that I love about it is that it's sort of supposedly this kind of kids show about kids. Mm-hmm. And yet all the kids are having these kind of incredibly sort of grown up type conversations with each other about philosophy and depression and <laughs> all these kind of really non kid themes. Yeah. And there's something about that that I just find really 
charming and enjoyable. And well, I do too. So anyway, and I, I actually enjoy that. all of those characters. Every one of them is really interesting and I can relate to on some level. Um, they're all aspects of, of different personalities types. Um, and it's not even the story that there were, they're always, you know, down on Charlie Brown and he feels down on himself and, but he keeps trying, you know, that's the thing. Charlie Brown always keeps trying and, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if, if he fails, he's, he doesn't give up on himself and that's a great message and I'm totally on board with it. That's not the sad part for me. It's really just that particular one, the Christmas special, mm-hmm. the music. Mm-hmm is oh okay minor key yeah. and maudlin and it just makes <laughs> me depressed and i'm like right i don't need that on top of the human interest story <laughs> that's going on here you know i hadn't really I, <clears throat> not that you say maudlin i hadn't really thought about that in terms of that word too because i'm thinking about the the christmas episode and the way it begins with the it begins with them skating and that music the music sounds like nostalgic. <laughs> like this right, they're already like, pine they're pining uh, for their youth and their 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 yeah, sex. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's right, just, it really know. is I think it, it's it the music. Yeah. It it like if you took that out and the if you took that music out and replaced it with something different, it would it would mm-hmm. not right. you wouldn't have to change anything else and it wouldn't feel that way to me. And a lot of people just yeah. really loved that music, um, it, and I did too. And it just something s- sort of snapped when when it was on our Christmas playlist, and we're putting up the Christmas tree and listening to it. Right. We weren't even watching the show; it was just <laughs> right. music. I'm like, why are we listening to this music? This isn't joyous. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah. that makes okay. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Right. Okay. Well, I just wanted to throw in my mm. in my two cents on that. Um, oh, my two pennies, as we'd say across the pond. Or two pence, or two p, two, two bob of a crack of a pound of it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Jolly jollies. What are those made-up currencies? Yeah. Right. So what else? Uh, so what else do you have for us? What else were you? Well, there was, um, I loved hearing your tale of your mom. I always love hearing you talk about your mom. So that was really the, initially the, um, the physical therapy story is very charming. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm an old woman. <laughs> um, but the story that, um, particularly I enjoyed was the going home for the holidays or going home any time of year and just being plied with every possible food stuff. Um, despite. Yeah. And you've experienced you know, that. I have firsthand. experienced right. that firsthand. <clears throat> so, um, and I was kind of, um, sad that you didn't tell that part of the story because it seemed like a good part of the story um but so you've um, mentioned this to me and i i don't really remember this part very well so why don't you (laughs) refresh my memory so this was the first holiday season that i came to columbus with you so it must have been probably the first christmas that i was here in the states Mm -hmm. and it was while your mom was still at your childhood home before she moved in with your sister right and um, so this was my big kind of 
big reveal <laughs> to, <laughs> to the Cooper family, getting to meet your mom and your sister and brother-in-law and so forth for the first time. So it was kind of a big deal. And um, unfortunately, I was sick. Um, I can't remember if it, I, I think it must, I must have gotten sick either just before or on the way. I think you got, there. yeah, I think you were sick on the way there or um, something. So, um, so we arrived and were plied with all the food. And I'm um, imagining when they found uh, out you were sick, it <laughs> just made it even Oh yeah, that's the worst. Well, that was the the sick part was one aspect. The vegetarianism was another because um, I don't think I probably started eating fish again by that point. No, so no, I was like fully vegetarian, um, and I think that threw another wrench in the works. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> you know it's incredibly sweet, but I think you know. Your mom is one of those, was one of those people who expresses love through food. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, she just desperately, desperately wanted to make me feel welcome and make me feel better by just shoving food into my mouth <laughs> until, <laughs> until I couldn't move. Right. But unfortunately, very little to none of the food that she had on offer was anything that my mouth really wanted to have <laughs> in it. <laughs> Not no judgment, like, right? So, right, just um, from a pure what it's made of level. Right. So well, it's you all know, Midwestern palate, which right. is just rich and incredibly saucy and rich buttery and, and meaty. And um, so the the one funny story was of me at some point during this kind of illness, just and it was some kind of stomach thing. So it wasn't yeah. just like I have a cold. Right. It was like it was not not only am I not feeling well, but I'm feeling a little queasy and a little right. picky about what kind of things I might be able to eat. So. She was sort of going down this whole list of things that she had in her pantry that she might be able to feed me. <laughs> None of them were sounding good. And then finally she was like, well, I have some ham soup. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Like, mm, not, not really. Puke right there. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, okay, let, my wife used to revisit. make, my wife used Sorry, to make the joke that... um. You go to Bob Evans and you want a vegetarian plate and you think, well, I can have the green beans. No, the green beans mm -hmm. have ham in them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. So, so that was just very difficult, I think, for everybody because I wanted to be a good guest and I didn't want to have to keep saying no to everything. And she wanted to be a good hostess and a good mother-in-law and feed me things that would make yeah. me feel better. And in the end, I think we just had to go to Whole Foods and buy ingredients for me to make like a leaf soup or yeah. something. Well, as I remember it now that, now that you mentioned this too, I, I think also she said, well, I have vegetable soup. And you're like, oh, that sounds great. And then... Made with beef stock, uh, probably. Made, made with chicken stock. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, yeah, well, it's just stock. It's like, yes, but it's, <laughs> it's yes, had but the entire carcass of a chicken floating in it. It's actually, it's it's actually kind of the worst worst than part. eating a bait of chicken. Right. <laughs> right. It's just chicken juice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so then the sort of the pinnacle of all this eating extravaganza was Christmas Eve at your sister's house, which um, was just this this overwhelming array of 
various dips and snacks and you know the whole kitchen was just um covered with i want to say i don't know maybe 30 ish different dishes of things yeah most of them dips and (laughs) and i don't think i could find a single thing that sounded good to me because everything appeared to have been made either with mayonnaise or cream cheese (laughs) (laughs) sounds right that was like the the, the, the main Uh ingredient and your point is (laughs) and this was to you know to be fair to your sister this was also a sort of pretty kind of high class christmas eve do it wasn't you know it was all really good food and good quality stuff and you know um it's, but it was just, right, and that's and that's an important point. It's good, great food. Right. I mean, it's it's really good. It's just mm-hmm. uh, it's just really not my palate. Yeah, not my not, palate under normal circumstances, yeah. and definitely not my palate under. All I want to do is have a bowl of miso soup right, and go right. to bed. Well, <laughs> so. I don't know. I I feel guilty because I kind of did the same thing to you, Joe. I don't know if it was that trip or or a different one where you came <laughs> over to our place, but the exact same thing happened to you. Did it by did my it? hand? What did you you do? came, you came, <laughs> you guys came over, and I see Joe for the first time. I remember vividly you coming up onto our porch, and I'm like, "Oh darn, you're tall too." I thought you would be <laughs> short. <laughs> what is he thinking? <laughs> so uh, he sounded shorter on radio. I don't know. It was, it was weird. Anyway, <laughs> but I was knew, knew all this, and I I want. To make Joe welcome to what I want to, and I knew that this is what I had to do, and I I went and I bought you know, I bought fresh, large baking potatoes. I bought kale, which I've never purchased before, which I've since found mm-hmm. out you probably don't even really like. Um, oh, I don't mind kale. Yeah. I'm good with kale, and and, and I like potatoes. Right, and 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 I. It was it, just the ham and mayonnaise that you slathered <laughs> them in that was the problem. <laughs> I did got the old fashioned hand mayo potato. <laughs> so so yeah, so I and I and I'm trying to bake the potatoes and I'm trying to get salmon and I'm trying to get this kale and not one of those three ingredients got cooked properly because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I don't remember this. I don't remember it at all. At all. I have no so, memory of this. You you obviously didn't it wasn't um it wasn't so notably right. problematic that it you rushed in my memory. So. Uh, I think the, the potato was the only thing that sort of worked, but the problem with the potato is I m- grossly miscalculated how long it would take to get them. <laughs> so nothing was ready at the same time. It was like half an hour, 45-minute difference between when your salmon was ready and when your baked potato was ready. Uh, I, I thought it was like, you know, a fancy three-course meal. Your potato course is <laughs> ready, the sir. the slow food movement, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Your, your fish course is ready. It will be another hour before the potato course. So, but your cream cheese starter is right here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and here's some chicken juice to to, to dribble on your with. cream cheese <laughs> yeah. in a wine glass because we're because <laughs> we are fancy. Here. Yes. <clears throat> no, I don't. I don't have any any memory of that. Yeah, right. me neither. So, right, well, I think I yeah. On behalf of the Midwest, I I apologize, and uh, and you do know that. The Midwest's heart was in the right place, but execution, yeah. Mm. 
lacking. I absolutely do. And I don't want to sound ungrateful because I know everybody was trying their absolute best to make me feel welcome. So, Well, well funny thing is, and it, it shows you how fast things have changed. Back then, the Midwest didn't know what to do with vegetarians. I mean, mm-hmm. even when I would go home, I, I was a vegetarian for a while. I was a vegan for a while, actually. And when I went home, nobody, no restaurant knew what to do. <laughs> no person knew what to do. Um, now it's just a lot more sort of accepted and, mm-hmm. you know, so, I mean, uh, toward the last few visits you have with my mom and my sister, ever, the food was okay because, you know, people figured it out, but, mm-hmm. so. So what else, what else should we know about um, yes. our past episodes have, uh, and omissions or errors? Well, you know, that's pretty much all I had from previous episodes, but Mm -hmm. I did have just a apropos of more food things story that happened today. Yeah, please. I thought I might share if that's acceptable. It might make me hungry. You're the the producer. (laughs) You're the executive producer. You you tell us what you want on the show. Okay, settle in, people. It's going to be a long (laughs) night. Um, So... We have this new subway guy. Um, We have this subway in our neighborhood that is very poorly um, attended. Or attended, yeah, and managed. (laughs) A subway, you say. A subway poorly managed. I've never heard (laughs) of such a thing. How is that even possible? (laughs) So this place is pretty much dead, right? Because it's just in a neighborhood that is not particularly fond of subway i guess we're yeah. probably the main um up upholders of their business yeah um with our once weekly visit and so there's <laughs> often um 10 bucks there's is 10 hardly bucks. ever any customers but there's usually like a different person working there almost every week that you go in so last week i go in and ask for our usual Two six-inch tunas on honey oat, please. Blah, 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 blah. And um, he already kind of puts a fair amount of tuna on the sandwiches, but I'm like, okay, mm, I'll just uh, just go and with this that. Is a, this is a new guy. I mean, the, the, New guy, <clears throat> yeah. Right, that we're um, having some trouble with. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get all the way through the cheese section and the toasted or not toasted section and the veggies section. And the first thing that he does is put probably about half a pound of black pepper on the the first sandwich. Well, no, I asked for black pepper, but I didn't imagine that he would continue shaking it for a good minute and a half (laughs) (laughs) over, unfortunately, your sandwich. So I... um, took note and decided not to request black pepper on my sandwich. Um, and then I'm sort of at the choosing chips piece of the uh, proceedings. And um, mm-hmm. This is tonight? No, this was last week. Okay. And he um, he's sort of fiddling around with the, the sandwich, kind of. I can't really see what's going on. And then he sort of comes around to the paying area. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and he says... Um, <laughs> He says, so I don't know which of these sandwiches is which, but when you open one of them, it's going to be pretty messy because I just thought that I'd throw a whole bunch of extra tuna in it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, 
<laughs> he seems very happy with himself. Like, you know, for sure, this is going to make my entire week, this this news. <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is weird to me on a couple levels. First of all, it was my sandwich. Right. And mm. there was so much... I couldn't, there's so much tuna that it was everywhere. It was just all over the wrapper. I mean, we had to take them into the kitchen and basically spoon all the extra tuna tuna off. off. Well, tell me this, Joe, were you there by yourself or was William with you? No, I was by myself. I think it's another example of somebody trying to win your heart with food. Yeah, maybe, (laughs) but, but why wouldn't he put it in both? He's like, I don't know which is which. But I put a lot of tuna on one of them. It's That's like for you. That's tuna for Russian you. Roulette. <laughs> this the stupid guy you're with. He gets regular. Yeah, but you he, he doesn't get extra. He doesn't know. He's That's like, why I don't he has to tell her. Sandwiches. He has to tell Joe. Joe, you need to look for the special that I made for you. Because <laughs> but he didn't even point it out. He didn't say this. Well, he didn't because he didn't He's know. Because like, oh. he didn't know. But you know, <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't say he was. He was a, no, a crafty flirter. Smart. I said, I just think that's maybe what he was doing. <clears throat> oh, it's a mess. So what happened tonight? Well, tonight, I feel like a couple of things happened. And only one of them I'm remembering right now. But the one that I'm remembering, and when it happened, I was like, oh, I think he did this last week as well. I must remember to add this to the story. So you know that if you've ever gotten a tuna sandwich at Subway. The, it's the only thing the, I ever get. The, Have I? What? <laughs> the the means of uh transportation of the for the tuna from the little tub that it's in onto your sandwich is this kind of ice cream scoop a mini type. ice cream scoop yeah um mm-hmm. right tuna scoop we call it the business <laughs> um and so you know typically you'll get like two scoops per half per six inch and yep. um and so they'll kind of they'll plop them on there and they'll just be there in their kind of spherical format. And, um, both Which is how tuna is in the wild. <laughs> and both times he said to me, um, mm, so w- would you like me to spread this out all over the sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> and tonight I was, no, I was just really tempted huge. to be like, no, 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 I'm good. I, my husband and I both prefer it if it's like a section where it's just bread <laughs> and then another section where it's like just this giant ball of tuna fish. Because... <laughs> It's like a two-course meal that way. Right, yeah. Right. First oh, the bread. Okay, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second thing that he did was I, he said, do you want cheese? And I said, oh, I just want cheese on one half, please, but not on the other. And then he said, um, <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to put the cheese that I would have put on the one half on the other half? <laughs> <laughs> And um and I said uh I'm going to no. blow your mind here. <laughs> I have an amazing plan. So I said uh no thanks. I appreciate that, but um but I'm good. And he's like, "No, but I think he was like this silly he's woman not, doesn't not understand. She doesn't understand. I'm offering you so I'm more offering, cheese. This is, a, <laughs> this is an offer of a lifetime. Yeah, you I don't understand. I, I I don't think you're understanding me. <laughs> what I'm proposing is that the cheese person is going to get double cheese <laughs> for free. For free. free. Um, and I'm thinking. Did this person maybe grow up in a famine or a siege yeah, or something? Yeah, it seems like something is going like, on there. Um, 
but um but i politely declined i said no i understand (laughs) (laughs) and i appreciate it but i'm really good with my two triangles of cheese (laughs) thank you please spread those two lumps of tuna (laughs) out evenly on the sandwich Um, oh, so yeah. I get it. I get it. Wow. Um, I have a, a subway tuna sandwich story. It's pretty short along those lines. Yes, this was years ago. I went into one um, near the. This was before I think we even had this house, and we were living in an apartment, and there was a subway nearby. And I stopped in there on the way home from work to get subs for me and my lovely wife Jane, and I got a tuna, and. There's just one guy there. Usually there's two. There's just this one guy. And he's pretty young and he's listening to music really loud. And I tell him I want a tuna sandwich. And he goes, and he starts making it. And he's plopping the tuna in there. And he looks at me and he goes, can I ask you a question? And I said, yeah. He said, (laughs) how do you eat this shit? (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, this is gross. (laughs) Wow. I don't know what I said. I don't know that I managed to say anything, but... Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine that he was even working there two hours later. I can't imagine that... really? He was left, you know, to do that job anymore. (laughs) Wow. Man, Subway is just a special, special place, isn't special it? Place. How many really? times have you had Subway people try and enlist you to help oh, them well, with the, career changes? The minute they hear that I'm a web developer, everyone is like, oh, really? You know, I uh, have a cousin who needs a website built. How much? <laughs> that's, the old, that's the whole question. Or, how, how much what? Or they'll say, could you teach me how to do HTML? <laughs> Like, uh, no. Or they say, hmm, so what's that pay? What if I went to college? Uh, there's this continuing education thing, and they teach they teach CSS. Is that a good thing to know? <laughs> if I learned that, how much money could I make? <laughs> and I've had, I've had a couple of subways I've had to stop going to because I'm like, I can't see that person again. I cannot have a conversation <laughs> with that person about how their website's going. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's um never happened to me, but I can imagine that everybody everybody who works at Subway wants to work somewhere else. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> They're like, please get me out of here and away from this horrible food that I don't know how you eat. <laughs> <laughs> because you're a disgusting pig of a person. <laughs> right. <laughs> now about some extra cheese no, there, big yeah, old. I, I never got the impression he was ca- he he was casting aspersions upon me. He was really just just wanted to make sure. By the tuna. <laughs> do you understand? I think he this had had it with his job. Yeah, he's like, I can't look at this stuff anymore. How do you eat this? <laughs> wow, <sighs> good times. Mm. Well, we'll see what happens next week. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, this is maybe the this same... is going to become a regular segment. <laughs> I will say also, this is the same subway where I noticed they they had an infestation of fruit flies. And I helped the guy make fruit fly traps. <laughs> Just, That's wow. Good, good neighborliness. Yeah, I taught him how to make fruit fly traps because I couldn't take the amount of fruit fly flies that were everywhere. And I'm like, I know how to I know how to make traps. And he was like, oh, that's amazing. So we spent a good 15 minutes constructing these traps. And I showed him how to do it. <laughs> wow. 
Maybe you could get a job at Subway, get a promotion <laughs> from web development. Yeah, to Subway fruit fly trapper. Mm-hmm. Or you could just become a fruit fly exterminator. I could. Like that's a real sort of niche market. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. no, don't do rats. Don't do cockroaches. No, just, don't, just, just fruit, fruit flies. flies. That's it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's great. Um, do you have anything more to, to tell us? I do not. Do you want to, um, or hoping you want to stick around for the rest of the uh, of the show and provide some input on? Sure. Okay. I'd be glad to. That's Fabulous. great. Well, we'll move yeah. into our uh, next section, our recurring section that we like to call. Music in rear view. Now, Joe, is it weird for you to hear yourself on playback? <laughs> I was just thinking that. It most certainly is. Every single time I listen to the podcast, I'm like, ooh, there I am again. <laughs> Especially the ones that I kind of recorded jokingly in the most ridiculous, posh British accent imaginable. And then of I course, are that the one. ones that you were all like, oh, I love this one. <laughs> we you should, love it. You should do, yeah, well, you should do, uh, I love the Brummy ones. I'm sorry none of them made it on the air. Mm-hmm. Can, well, you, can you do one of those? No. Oh, you're not going to do them in, in on public, <laughs> are you? Okay. They were great. Maybe for your thousandth episode. Thousand. Okay. Wow. <laughs> we're gonna. Have to That's start next doing week, this. right? How many yeah. we? <laughs> <laughs> Seems to start like doing it. these daily. <laughs> yeah. Hourly. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Well, so yeah, what's uh, what's up in? Uh, we know what's up in music. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, modern music as art mm-hmm. because as we all know a kind of astounding thing happened just recently here uh david bowie spent a year composing a farewell to the world and then he left yeah it's kind of amazing it's, it's truly it's truly amazing it I, I you know i think about this so many times during the day i mean i think about him but i also think about just that that project and just how it's going to go down to history. I mean, no one's ever done anything like this before, especially not to, not to like mention, Oh, by the way, you know, maybe Mozart. Yeah, maybe actually. Yeah. Right. Mozart probably was the last person who did something like this. Um, yeah. So I think it's going to be talked about for a long time. Yeah. Um, it really was brilliant. Um, I wanted to, talk briefly about my initial exposure to uh, David Bowie's music. Um, it was back in the early MTV days. Um, I was a really pretty straight-laced kid. Um, no sex and drugs, mostly just about the rock and roll, I think. But mm-hmm. uh, MTV happened, and uh, a lot of the music videos were pretty dumb, but there was one that was really impressionable. Uh, I'm going to play a sample from the song. This is um, David Bowie's song, Ashes to Ashes, from Scary Monsters. Oh no, don't say it's true. They got a message from the action man. Shaking when nothing was given 
the first david bowie song i heard mm. me too me too i'm not kidding wow that's amazing i think it's because that mtv generation and uh, and not only was i hearing it for the first time i was seeing it and it's that combination mm-hmm. is kind of what i'm i'm talking about it opened my eyes my mind to the idea that of two things that weird doesn't need to mean scary Mm-hmm. And music plus performance art is exciting. Yeah. There's a video for this just really, and I put put that in our show notes. Um, mm-hmm. That video was just really something else. And also, in when you look at that video along with the two videos from his final album, his farewell album, there's there's some common themes in there, both visually and in the music. Um, so the first thing I heard from him and the last thing I heard from him are really thematically tied. Oh, wow. I haven't looked at that video in a long time. I'll have to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> it, it's, it, that song is interesting too. It, it, it's affected a lot of people. The, um, this is a complete tangent, but there is a, uh, um, cartoon that I love called the Venture Brothers and, they have a fascination for David Bowie and they actually uh, have referenced that song many times in the cartoon and they ended up, the last season, they ended up creating a character that was, David Bowie is uh, is one of the master villains. So <laughs> awesome. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, I think that it, it obviously has affected the creators of the show. Maybe it was the first thing that they had seen too, because it it's just it's just in mm. in our consciousnesses, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I love that stuff, um, and that kind of thing that he did, and to other artists, a lot of them British, did um, Peter Gabriel, um, mm-hmm. Kate Bush. First time mm-hmm. I saw Kate Bush was also the first time I heard her. It was a similar. It was the, the live at Hammersmith. Um, her first concert video when she was still like 19 or 20 years old or something um, wow. was a, you know, big piece of performance art. It was like a one woman show with music throughout the whole thing. Um, and I think when the music and the performance art is done with an artist's vision rather than just as spectacle, like kiss mm-hmm. or something, it's yeah, like uh-huh. it's an emotional force multiplier. It just mm-hmm. makes the impact mm-hmm. much higher. Yeah, I have to say that I'm just so blown away by Lazarus and Black Star, the videos and the songs themselves. Like, mm-hmm. 
I um I don't know. I'm I I can't even quite sort of articulate really, but both of them have just had such a strong effect on me these last few days and and I think it's it it's kind of what you say, Scott. It's this sort of it's this incredibly potent combination of music and video and just right. the 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 art of Concept, both of yeah. those and um and throw into that David Bowie just being David Bowie and then throw into that the fact that he knew that he was dying when he made <laughs> these two videos and it's just I don't know I don't even know what to it's just there's just something so <laughs> deeply profound to me about both of them that you know I've been like just in floods of tears for mm. for days and just having sort of little bits of those songs just kind of floating in and out of my mind all through the day and all through my dreams and it's like man I I cannot remember the last time an album affected me as much as this has and it's like it's sort of catapulted David Bowie up into like sort of now one of my absolute top favorite artists. Yeah. Just sort of based on something that happened, you know, in the last few days of his life. Yeah. It's like we, we had him, you know, he was a modern contemporary um, pop star for almost 50 years, but we hadn't really had mm -hmm. him for a while. And then we get him back so super strongly right as he's mm. leaving right yeah. yeah and i i think the other thing that that i think about this i don't know if i can describe this so i'll think about well put kate bush and david bowie and, and peter gabriel who I'm, I'm a huge fan of mm -hmm. peter gabriel and have been for many many years and um and maybe it's it's part of part of this too, but all three of those people have this really deep, interesting, dark sense of humor. Absolutely, and I think for him to be able to do this video, mm -hmm. it, there is a dark humor about this stuff. And um, you see him interviewed. You see Gabriel or Kate Bush interviewed. They're funny. They're funny people, and they have funny things to say. And they're always kind of remarking on the world. I've seen a lot of. Bowie interviews lately and I'm just struck by just how you know how much he likes to like to laugh and and uh, I think he was always I, that way even the, the Ziggy Stardust um mm -hmm. concert video from the late 60s he's relaxed and joke he, he's got this big performance art show he's doing but he's jovial and engaging with the crowd yeah it's yeah. extraordinary yeah I think for me, really, ex he ex expressed an idea from the moment I heard him that what if the world wasn't ordinary? Mm. Wouldn't that be really mm -hmm. cool? Yeah. And I think we, we're going to miss him because we loved the idea that his world was going on somewhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, right. that's exactly yeah, that's it. Perfect. Thank. That's you know that's so well said, and that's mm. that's maybe encapsulates how I'm feeling mm -hmm. because I can't. I'm having a lot of trouble accepting it and touching it because I think that's it. Even if I didn't know what he was working on, some part of me subconsciously knew that weird Bowie world was still happening out there someplace. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the brilliance you know? of this last album. It's like, here's some, here's a, here's a bunch more of good of me. 
for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. as I'm going. So you don't have to just feel sad. You have this right new stuff from me to appreciate. Yeah. And it's of a caliber that, you know, r- rivals anything he'd done before. Right. Yeah, it's right. not just a sort of, it could have just been a kind of little bit of a disappointing well, I'll just pop another album out before I go. But yeah. <laughs> actually, it's just this kind of tour de force of amazingness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it'll rank yeah. up there. I guess he had like 25 albums or so. I think this is mm-hmm. going to be right up there. Yeah. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, that was well, cathartic. Well, that's great. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we had Joe. It, it worked out because uh, I know that Joe, you've been really influenced by this album this week and mm-hmm. the videos, and been staying up late, <laughs> <laughs> listening and watching, and then uh, having trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm glad you were here to to kind of to talk about it and bring your your opinion and your experience on it. So. Yeah, me too. I didn't even know you were going to be talking about him. So uh, yeah, oh, it was sort of a, it was fortuitous. kind of a, yeah, last minute change, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but it worked out pretty well. So yeah. And thank you very much for, for being a part of the podcast. It was great having you here and maybe you can come back and, uh, and do it again. Well, there's what, to. thanks so much for having me. <laughs> what people need to know. Joe is always there. Yeah. Oh, I felt like watching. <laughs> I felt like I was doing a Bob McKenzie there. Maybe, maybe like you could come back and like do another, do another one, eh? <laughs> hey, slow I down. Know who that is. I know it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not right. fair, Will. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Throwing Canadian cultural cultural references no, from the eighties. You won't get that one. Cana- so- Canadian eighties cultural references too. Yeah, brutal. So, uh. Where do we go next? Uh, you want to tell people, William, you want to tell people where they can find out I, stuff and get boy, to our show notes? I, you know what? I really, really, really do. I wondered, I don't feel like I've heard you mention that um, you're writing these really great show notes every week. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I am writing show notes every week. Uh, <clears throat> I guess I'll mention that. Uh, every week as part of the episode, I have a little... Um, little writing assignment for myself that I, I put myself to and uh, I write a little uh, intro to the shows here um, that are that show up on our f- um, website at upandovercast.com and they also show up on our Facebook page um, which is I don't know what that is <laughs> it's on Facebook and look for up and overcast I don't know what the URL is for the Facebook so yeah I do write a couple things um, there each week that are little extensions of the show. So you can reach us there. Uh, and you can, as always email us, um, somebody please. <laughs> at I thought you were going to say the email address is somebody at yes, upandovercast.com. Somebody please email us at, uh, uh, you can email us at podcast at upandovercast.com. Fabulous. And, uh, I think that's, yeah, I think that's it for the week. It is. So, um, Joe, thanks for being here, and uh, we hope to hear from you again really soon. Yeah, I'll hear from you later on tonight. She'll tell me what I did wrong in the show.
William, sing along with me a little bit here. Running right. for the shadows, running for the shadows, running for the shadows in these <laughs> golden years. <laughs> Ooh, uh. Fashion. <laughs>